0: Here's your Wealth Professional Morning Briefing for Friday, September 29th. Canada's securities regulators have agreed a framework for the regulation of the business conduct of dealers and advisors in the -the over-the-counter derivatives market. It means Canada will fall in line with the other G20 countries who have already set regulatory standards in the wake of the financial crisis of 15 years ago, where inappropriate sale of certain financial instruments led to large losses for investors. The adoption of a final rule brings in new standards that align with those of international peers, including requirements related to fair dealing, conflicts of interest, suitability, reporting non-compliance and record keeping. The CSA says that regulators in most of Canada have adopted the rule, which is effective September 28, 2024. Although British Columbia has not adopted the rule, it's expected to adopt substantially similar rules later, at which point CSA staff intend to convert the new rule to a national instrument. Agreeing the framework has taken a three-stage consultation process dating back several years that considered matters such as regulation, implementation and compliance, In the most recent consultation, stakeholders expressed concern about potential negative impacts on liquidity in the derivatives market and the burden of implementation for dealer firms. The rule was streamlined to address these issues, including allowing firms to leverage existing compliance systems. Millions of Canadians want to achieve their dream of home ownership, but affordability remains out of reach for many, and changing that will be a slow journey, according to RBC. In a thought leadership piece, the Big Six Bank's assistant chief economist Robert Hogue highlights a second consecutive quarterly improvement in RBC's aggregate home affordability measure. It fell 0.3 percentage points to 59.3% as household income increased by 1.4% quarter over quarter, but mortgage payments increased. The affordability measure means that a median income household would need to commit 59.3% of its income to cover home ownership costs. And while the national stat is high, this rises to 79.6% in Toronto and an eye-watering 97.5% in Vancouver. While many Canadian cities have some of the all-time worst levels by this metric, there was some limited improvement, especially in Central and Atlantic Canada, as home resales cooled, and this may extend to most other markets in time. But overall, Hoag says it will take interest rate cuts to have any real impact on affordability and, as he notes, the Bank of Canada is unlikely to start easing back from current elevated rates while inflation is still not tamed, a rate cut's not expected until at least mid-2024. Odds are income will take a back seat again in the period ahead amid higher mortgage rates and appreciating prices. Housing affordability looks set to erode in Canada in the third quarter, unfortunately, said Hogue, who sees things improving in 2024. Affordability in the hottest markets, though, is likely to keep buyers on the sidelines for the foreseeable future, and this could spread beyond Vancouver and Toronto, while the prairies may not see sales constrained in this way due to higher buyer sentiment so far. But overall, things are not set to show a widespread and meaningful improvement for those who want to buy a home of their own. Short of a housing crash that would destroy property values or an unexpected about-face in monetary policy, any progress in restoring housing affordability is likely to be slow, added Hogue. The SEC has further delayed its review of applications from BlackRock, Invesco and others seeking to list the first Bitcoin ETFs in the US. Bloomberg reports that the regulator, whose three-part mandate includes investor protection, also postponed decisions on applications from Bitwise and Valkyrie, according to documents posted to its website. Regulators had earlier this week postponed a decision on a similar application from 21Shares and Cathie Wood's ARK Investment Management. Industry watchers are closely monitoring the race for a US spot Bitcoin ETF, given the winner is expected to enjoy a significant first-mover advantage. At least 10 firms currently have applications pending with the SEC, according to a tally from Bloomberg Intelligence. The ETFs would be physically backed by the largest virtual currency. These stories in full at wealthprofessional.ca and in our newsletters plus. IG Wealth Management taps industry veteran as it woos entrepreneurial clients. How higher interest rates have sparked magic in private credit and international exposure is a portfolio power play for Canadian advisors. For Wealth Professional Canada, I'm Steve Randall.